So Cody Wilson is an experienced program manager with a demonstrated history of working in health and wellness and in the fitness industry. He is skilled in coaching, football, vital signs, team building, and weight training. So again, put your hands together for Mr. Cody Wilson. Let me get that in there. <laughs> Man, I was speaking poetry too. So I'll, I'll, I'll my in my closing, I'll, I'll do the intro, my outro. So, so Cody, what's up, man? What's going on in Kansas? Shoot, man, just leaving a tournament. Big shout out to the Royal Valley loyalty team, the little basketball squad. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to those guys. Safe travels home. Thanks, Coach Jerry. Thanks all the parents for getting the kids there. It was a fun tourney. And they for improvement from last week to this week. Love to see it. Awesome. Let's give them a round of applause. So, yes, big ups to them. All right. So, so we, um, like I said before, well, you didn't hear me because I was on mute, but um, I mentioned that uh, Cody and I met at Haskell Indian Nations University. That's uh, in Lawrence, Kansas. That's where uh, we both went to school. Uh, Cody was a football player. I played basketball. So again, um, just, uh, but he was a, you're a talented basketball player too. So I think a lot of us were multi-sports uh, uh, athletes up there, but, uh, but uh I think football was your your bread and butter. So uh, so Cody, what's what's been going on since? Uh, well, there's a lot. So uh, let me let me. That's a loaded question. But let's uh, let's do a um, let's do a quick uh, wellness check. Um, so if you're if you've joined us in the past for um, Big Ups Live, we I like to do a wellness check with the, my guests. So wellness check is basically how are you doing, mind, body, and your connections. So mind, anything, your mental health things like that, your emotional health, um, definitely your body, your physical, you know, how are you eating, things like that. And then your connections like friendships, relationships, all of that put together. That is what wellness means to Family Indigenized Thrive. So Cody, how is your wellness? Man, I feel like my wellness is as good as it's ever been. Uh, I'll say mentally, I've actually spent a little more time meditating lately and uh, even just not necessarily specifically trying to meditate for something specific, but just uh, just sitting down and breathing, concentrating on breathing and relaxing and just letting things be. Um, and then spiritually, sweat, ceremonies, good things going on there. And, um, you know, mentally, I try to get in a couple audio books and read a few pages every day. We're getting there. But uh, and then physically, the little 530 a.m. workout group we got going here, man, it's it's a blast. That uh, Rafe pushing me. He's a OG and we called it the breakfast club back in the day. And then uh, we still have. Marcus and and Shy and uh, Nogs and Quammy and sometimes Joe's. There's a lot of people, so big shout out to those guys because they help me keep my little physical aspect of that wellness up there. Nice, nice, yeah. And we'll talk about uh, Marcus and Shy later on, but definitely some champs you need to know about. Um, so my wellness. Let me see. I just shared again. I was on mute. So the way I've been taking care of my wellness is riding my bike. Um, something I really, really enjoyed doing when I was younger, growing up on the res, you know, building trails and ramps and things like that. But that feeling always comes back, like that sense of freedom. So here in um, Albuquerque, we have uh, the ball skate trails. We have the trails up in the foothills. But today I spent a lot of time just, uh, you know, going through the trails of the ball skate. So that was, you know, for me, that's my self-care. But also to, you know, just, 
you know, making sure that I'm hydrated because here in New Mexico, it's, it's, uh, can get hot. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So other than that, that's, that's how I've been taking care of myself. So if you're, um, if you're listening, how are you taking care of your wellness lately? What are you doing? What are you up to? So let us know in the comments. We'll uh, give you a shout out if you pop it up there. So, um, so again, so again, if you're just joining us now, we have Cody Wilson from, um, he is calling in from Mietta, Kansas, the Prairie Band Potawatomi Res, uh, where his wife is from. So big ups to Amber, another uh, Haskell alum and uh, athlete. Um, so, uh, so Cody, I want to uh, talk a little bit about, um, you know, since uh, like what, what was your goal? Like uh, before you went to Haskell, what was, what did that look like? What did you want to be when you grew up, when you were, uh, you know, a little athlete uh, growing up? Um, and how are you, um, are you, are you doing what you, you set out to do? Man, that's a, that's a, a lot. Um, grew up, I was actually born in Dallas, Texas, and, uh, we, we grew up kind of, you know, lived with mom and dad in Mesquite. Then we moved to Pleasant Grove, kind of a rough area in Dallas, living with the grandparents and my mom. And then finally, when we got a little bit older, we moved out to, um, to Forney, about 15 miles east of Dallas. And so, Growing up there, sports was sports was king. It's a small town, not a lot to do. Everybody plays every sport. And uh, as far as what my goals were when I was little, man, you know, I think NFL player was was the dream for a long period of time. Um, I, I'm sure that was mixed in with a lot of other things, but I think there's a picture of me that my mom had done when I was a little kid, and I I think I was still one. And I had a little little outfit on, and it said "Coach" across the front. So I think that uh, this is kind of what I was supposed to be. Yeah. All along. <laughs> nice. Well, you called it, bro. So nice. Um, so how um, how was that uh, when you went to Haskell? Did um, did you have a, a sense of um, because when I think about my Haskell, I I just wanted to play bas play basketball. That was it, and I knew. What I wanted to do was help people, but I didn't know what that meant. So how did that, um, you know, what did you go, you played, you were able to um, play college football. So what did, what, did, uh, what did that mean to you? And what did you, did you have a vision of what you wanted to do after? You know, coming out of high school, uh, in the area that I'm from, there's so many athletes, so many great athletes that it's, uh, it's hard to get recruited unless you're one of those top, 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 top guys. And, um, I was kind of more like an everyday service guy that that worked really hard, earned my playing minutes through my my presence in the weight room and in practice and all that. And um, I really didn't feel like I got to the peak of my ability at that time. So I wanted to see if I could play some college ball. My my initial plan was to walk on at University of North Texas in Denton, Texas, and uh, walk on and try to earn some playing time by the time I'm junior or senior. One day, my my uncle and my dad give me a call, so they're going to pick me up and take me to um, to visit a place called Haskell that my uncle went to college at and uh, ran cross country at. And so they they took me up there for a little trip. Uh, I was there during the spring. I'll never forget because they were playing seven on seven or something, and I <laughs> jumped in. And Coach Brewer was there at the time. Yeah, uh, they hadn't quite brought Coach Brock in yet. So Coach Brewer was there running seven on seven. He said. Uh, he said, go ahead and go out there for a little bit. And so I was just mixing it up with them guys. And he's like, you say you play linebacker? Well, yeah, that's what I played in high school. He said, no, you're a receiver. So <laughs> yeah, I played receiver. But uh, yeah, I mean, when I got to Haskell, man, I was just really, really hungry. I was, I was humble. 
like I said, I didn't, uh, I wasn't the star player in high school or none of that. I, I worked really hard, but I just never really got to shine and uh, get into high school. And I think the first day I, I got to two a days, we lined up and there was a safety. I was six to 175 pounds, just skinny, skinny. And uh, we had a safety out there, it was six, three, 240 pounds or something. I just thought, oh my gosh, maybe this <laughs> is, the, <laughs> maybe I stepped out the wrong way, but yeah. I love every minute of high school, man. Nice. And um, so what was your, what, um, what was your, what did you get your um, degree? Like, what did you want it to do uh, after? So you, like college balls done. What was, what happened after, what happened after? Because I think that's where, I think I graduated before you. And um, so what happened after that? It's like, what was your, what, what was that vision? Well, so I played 02 to 05 and the academics during that, I was definitely interested in health and wellness, but uh, I believe it was just a two-year scholarship or I mean a two-year uh, degree. And so I went the uh, business route because from what I had been taught through school and through my parents and everything is that you have a business degree, you can do anything. You don't have to stick to just one specific thing because it's a business you can. And uh, so I ended up getting my associates and my bachelor's both in business administration uh, from there. I also ran track at high school and I'll tell all the young athletes this. I didn't run track because I was fast or because I was the best or any of that. I ran track because I wanted to get faster. And coach, coach Joe B we call him, but coach Boynty um, was, I mean, he, he turned me from a, a really slow guy to a decently fast guy in a, in a matter of time. And so I, all the young athletes, if you're listening, Run track, even if you're not good at it. Run track; it'll make you better at the other sports. And matter of fact, play all the sports you can play because each one will make you a little bit better at something else in another sport. But uh, after that, I was fortunate enough to go play arena football for a few years, uh, on and off throughout teams. If you don't know anything about arena football, once upon a time it was big; it was on TV every weekend during the spring. It was kind of the fill-in for the NFL. And then in 2008 somewhere around the housing crash and all that, the, the arena team started folding. So I went mm-hmm. from college to thinking I was going to maybe make it to the NFL, working my butt off. And then I got in some arena as a rookie, did really well, was bouncing back and forth. And then all of a sudden the arena leagues were gone. So mm-hmm. at that point I had to turn to my bachelor's degree. So I played spring ball or uh, arena ball. And then I would come back to Haskell and coach. So I played 02 to 05. I coached 06, 07, and 08. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then after 08, I think I kind of took a break from football. I said, man, it's not happening. I'm 26 years old. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I haven't gotten a call from the NFL yet. I think yeah. I need to see what else I can do. I went home to Dallas. I was a, I was a manager at a restaurant. And I, I, I was a bouncer at a, at a nightclub. I was any and everything you could think of. And I ended up bumping into the right people. I got into managing a real high-end, nice, fancy restaurant up in North Dallas and learning things that I never learned from growing up in a small town and going to school at high school and whatnot. Just kind of how um, the other side kind of moves around, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Just a, a lot more grind, a lot more work ethic. Um, in the service industry than you ever realize. And those people in the service industry, if you don't, if you've never waited tables, if you've never uh, cooked food for people and done all that yeah. do it for a little while, you'll have a different perspective, <laughs> you know, a different perspective and a different respect for those people. You'll, you'll be cautious about treating those people with your food bad, but 
Yeah. And I did all that, uh, got on a gig out in Las Vegas, Nevada, as the director of native relations for a medical company and worked there for a while. That was a really extraordinary experience. We, we worked with people with diabetes, with cancer, with um, heart disease. These people that were out there were on top of their game. It was insane, the, the knowledge that I got from them, just being around them and, and learning what they were learning. And then uh, from there, kind of where I bumped into you last was I went down to Zuni, New Mexico and started following my passion and started uh, coaching in yeah. Zuni with Joe Clunch, another former Haskell alumni. Yep. And uh, man, Zuni's, a, Zuni's an awesome place. All these places that I've been to and I've experienced, I promise you, they're all blessings. Some way, shape or form, they're all blessings. Yeah, for sure. And that's um, and that's one of uh, one of the things too when we were uh, when we did a check in uh, last week is that you know just your like literally journey, your life journey has been a journey, like um, you know, and um, those little pebbles that you pick up, those gems that you have of knowledge and you know partnerships, and sometimes things just happen when you're, you know, when you least expect it. So, and that's that is the last time I saw you when you were in uh, Zuni, uh, you and uh, Joseph Clanch. So big ups to Zyep, uh, just yeah. Doctor Joseph Clanch out there doing wonderful work. Um, so. So you found when you went back to Zuni, you found you revisited your passion. You were coaching. So, um, and then um, where did your uh, where did your family come into play? Uh, I know, like again, sharing your journey with that is that uh, again, Am your wife Amber is a Haskell alum, and she used to be a uh, basketball player as well, very talented basketball player. So when you teamed up, when you you know all of that, like what happened after that, and building your family, and uh, you know how what are some of the things that you. Um, that you concentrated on when you became when you became a dad man so she was basketball and softball she actually played softball for a season two. Oh, that's right but, uh, okay. um you know it was funny because we actually took some kids on a some kids from zuni to haskell on kind of a recruiting trip to show them Haskell. and so i hadn't seen her in years i hadn't talked to her in years and bumped into her and we ended up doing a long distance relationship on the phone for gosh a while you know, we'd see each other maybe once a month. And honestly, that was probably the best thing is that I really had to learn how to be in a relationship and how to, how to be a lot better at communicating. And um, but from there, you know, it, it we decided we wanted to try to have kids and really do this thing. And we found out she was pregnant with our first child. And she had already applied for two jobs down in Zuni and had flown down for a couple of interviews and was we were trying to make this thing happen. And then we found out that her uh, dad had stage four lung cancer. And so without question, I immediately said, well, I have to go be I, I've always taught you always been taught you take care of family. And so I immediately let Clanch know I didn't let the kids know until I had to because it was going to break my heart. Mm -hmm. uh, in Zuni that I was leaving. And uh, so from there, moved up to uh, Mayetta. Gosh, this is years ago now. And I think I got there November 23rd and then we had Thanksgiving day and uh, they had a big meal for all the family. And I had never met most of these people. <laughs> I had asked her dad and I had, had uh, spoke to a few people, but we actually had a few Zuni players there that had were Zuni football players from our first year in Zuni that were playing at Haskell. They actually came over for Thanksgiving. And uh, so I proposed to her in front of a bunch of strangers and 
and the Zunis and uh, <laughs> the Zuni players. And so, anyways, yeah, man. I mean, as far as things to concentrate on being a, a dad and all that, I I've had an odd relationship. My my stepfather was was great. He stepped in and and he did things. You know, he, he provided and uh, he helped out and he did things. But also my father that was a Vietnam vet and sometimes dealing with things and whatnot. And I think the one thing I took from from everything is if you can just be there, if you can be present, if you can physically be there, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, so that's the number one thing that I was trying to do. And I still try to do as a father is just make sure today I committed to this. Then, you know, weeks later, we find out that there's a tournament. So I go down there, I watch the, the second game, the first half. And as soon as the first half's over, I jet up here to make sure I'm on the call on time. Cause <laughs> I also want them to understand that commitments are important. And yes, you say you're going to do something to follow through with it. But uh, man, I don't, I'm like everybody else. I don't think we really know. I think we're just trying. You know what I mean? We're trying. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely can attest to that because, you know, we're break um, for me, you know, breaking cycles, my wife and I, um, in regard to the things that the holes that we need to fill, you know, growing up. So, you know, I'm very, very happy. I have a, you know, a wife that we're on the same page and things like that. And, you know, when you're, um, uh, you know, basketball was life. I always think about my journey as well. You know, basketball was life. Again, you know, any kid kicking a ball or throwing a ball, shooting a ball wants to go to the, you know, professional level, things like that. Um, so, you know, really focusing on that, you're like, what do I want to, um, you know, in my journey, what do I want to teach my kids is, you know, being, you know, good people, but also to, you know, making sure that they're putting their, um, you know, taking healthy risks and things like that. And I feel, really feel that that's been, you know, one of my biggest things is, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, just jump and dream big and things like that. So, um, so in regard to that, so, you know, um, you telling us your story in regard to, you know, um, like going to college, um, you know, having, um, experience in the, uh, in the industry, restaurant industry, you know, coaching all of that. So everything that your journey's so far and some of the little tidbits, the gems I want to mention is, you know, where did, um, where did, uh, Tushka, uh, Tushka, training come in to play and where did the native coaches association come into play so where you know all of that had to come from somewhere so what are you doing um i guess within the past um uh why those like why 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 did why that uh, path well uh tushka training tushka's so growing up in dallas and not being around a lot of native people and then going to school at high school and being a part of the choctaw club and, and things like that i i spent more time and i was lucky enough to have good friends of Mississippi Choctaw and Oklahoma Choctaw teach me uh, some of the language and whatnot. And so Tushka is, uh, is the Choctaw word for warrior. And my first son is named that as well. And Tushka training to me is so Tushka is warrior. And we all think of warriors as, you know, military people or people that go out and do this and that, and they're, they're fighters and they're this and that. But in my mind and in my heart, it's not always been that. Tushka means something deeper, somebody, somebody that, that goes to the grind every day and does what they can for their family or their community or their country or whatever it is that they do. Somebody that's really dedicated like that is, is in my mind, that's a Tushka, that's a warrior. And so Tushka training actually started long ago and got a call from Marcus about training him for a, for a fight. And honestly, I thought we were going to be working out together. And then I realized that in order for him, because he was already at the professional level and, and really successful, in order for me to be able to actually serve him in an appropriate way, 
I needed to train him. So that's when I put those things together. I said, Tushka training, we're, we're going to do it. And um, that was a, that was a big thing. And then we moved down to Oklahoma from Kansas and we actually were in Idaho, which is a Choctaw nation of Oklahoma, Southeast Oklahoma. And actually where my dad, my uncles and all them went to school. And so it was an opportunity to be around, you know, where my family is from as far as the, the native side. And there I got to actually coach another Haskell alumni, John Harjo, Kai Smith, uh, mm-hmm. met coach Dennis Parker, PhD. This guy, if you ever get a chance to, and I and I don't promote stuff, especially if it costs money, I don't like to, but if you ever get a chance to go to developingcharacter.org, if you're a coach or an athletic director, he has a, he wrote, he literally wrote the book on uh, working on character and athletes. And he literally has a full on curriculum with videos and everything for developing character and athletes for nice. free. All you have to do is join their email listserv and it is absolutely free. So there's, there's one thing. Um, and then as far as, so from Idaho, Oklahoma, we moved up to uh, Idaho. Uh, Amber got into Gonzaga, into this MBA program with an emphasis in American Indian entrepreneurship. They only do it nice. so often. It's a very cool honor. So she got in. She's highly, highly intelligent. Uh, I didn't apply because I'm always nervous that I'm not going <laughs> to, on the business side, I'm not sure if I'm ready. But uh, she got in. And we said, well, we're going to do it. So we moved up to, we actually moved to the Coeur d'Alene Reservation. Another Haskell alumni, Wade McGee, his uh, wife, also Haskell alumni, Debbie Louie McGee and their whole family, Levina, all them guys. Um, moved in with them, lived on the Coeur d'Alene Reservation, uh, smoke signals, if you're not sure if you've seen smoke signals, <laughs> that's where you live. There you go. And uh, so she, she was going to school and getting her master's degree at Gonzaga. I was working for the Coeur d'Alene tribe as a voc rehab counselor at first, and then eventually voc rehab program manager. During that time, me and Wade, who were very passionate about helping the youth, our main goal was how do we how do we figure out ways to help as many youth as we can? And I went back to a conversation with Joe Clanch years and years before. We said, we can do camps everywhere. You can do, you can do so many camps, but how many federally recognized tribes in there? There's, there's over 500. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get to every single play. There's only 300 some days in a year. You can't, you can't go to 500 <laughs> something. So that's what native coaches association stepped in is how do you reach I got this for you? I'm so that's why. <laughs> Sorry. The computer's <laughs> listening to me. How do you reach more kids? And the, the simple answer is by is through the coaches. Mm. So native coaches association was born with that purpose. Wade started native native elite one or anyone because the, it makes sense. You know, anyone can do what they want if they put their mind to it, put the work in. Yes. So both of us had our nonprofits working together side by side to service. I would do the, I say I, all of us that were involved in both would do the coaching clinic. And then we would also do a camp and we either do it for free or, or very little money, especially after we've seen other non-native entities come in and charge a lot of money for our youth to, to work with them and whatnot. So that's, that's Tushka training and uh, and anyone. And I kind of set Tushka training in the back seat for a while, but now that we're back here and I'm working with these guys again, Tushka training's back, and I'm and I'm trying to do a lot more with it. Uh, and I also filed for the 501c3 for Native Coaches Association to kind of get that awesome. set up as well. 
Nice. And that's, um, and that's one thing that I really, um, emphasize in the importance too, that, um, you know, and we shared this uh, when we were uh, catching up the other day too, is that, you know, um, you know, at some time we, um, during our nine to five, you know, we, we have our dream job. We, we do certain things for our communities that work, but it's always attached to an organization. It's always attached to something. So whether it's your, you know, you have a, you have a good idea, but you can't really, um, and we talk, what do we talk about? Double dipping is that, you know, you can't really, um, um, do that when you're, you know, on the time clock of your nine to five. So was Tushka training, was, was that your, your way of, you know, this is my philosophy. This is the way I, you know, from my lens, this is the way, um, I feel that this training should be, how did that, um, um, how did that, what, what made sense to you to make that move and how has it been working out for you? Well, I mean, just so many different things. When you, when you work for somebody else, you're always going to be at the will of someone else. And I still think, People that are, are breaking off through their own business understand you're still in the service of someone else, but instead of your boss, it's now the clients or, yeah. or the products you're selling or whatever, but you're always in the service of someone else. And I just felt like I always felt kind of trapped or I couldn't take X amount of PTO days to go do a camp or I couldn't do this or that. And so this was what I felt like would be the best opportunity here on the reservation. We have the boys and girls club. It's an awesome facility, but it's limited in hours due to the fact that it is a boys and girls club facility for the community to come in and use it and exercise so my goal here along with kind of renewing tushka training is to try to get a uh, a gym a facility put together for all the the res kids the res community everybody even the surrounding communities that may not be native but they're also in rural areas where they don't have access to a lot of things the goal mm -hmm. is to do that and the only way i can truly do that is if i stay dedicated to one thing if i'm yeah. Hey, I'm working over here at this four hours a day and I'm working over here at this for six hours a day. It's going to be really tough to do that. Um, and if we're just in a spot where I'm able to do it right now and that's, mm -hmm. it's really just the passion, man. Um, if you're a big Bruce Lee fan, like I was growing up and still am today, uh, Bruce Lee always said, there's uh, no way as a way, meaning if you're, if you're too committed to one specific direction or one specific mm -hmm. teaching, you're only going to be stuck in that little bubble. And so Tushka training is really kind of encompassing all the stuff that I've learned from so many different USA track and field from precision nutrition, from uh, when I used to work for the diabetes program here. And I actually got to work alongside uh, Eddie Joe, that was our gardener and seeing his traditional gardening and traditional foods and things like that. So yes. combination of so many things and being able to express it, yep. uh, not, Hey, we're in this one little bubble. We just do strength conditioning here. No, yeah. we do. it's it's a more holistic approach to helping athletes become better. Mm -hmm. No, I, I'm glad you said that because uh, sometimes we get caught up in just uh, sticking with, with what's within our our wheelhouse, or you know, building partnerships. You know, turning away partnerships so that you know they don't they're not doing what we're doing, but you know, not seeing the benefit of you know, um, of you know, what do they bring to the table? So I and and. and and kids, um, parents, if you uh, if you're watching, you know, let the, that's uh, very important for us adults, too, because I think sometimes we get caught up in our own ways that, uh, you know, things are changing. But, you know, why? What is the benefit of learning something different? You know, uh, stepping out, um, taking those risks, things like that. But I want to pause real quick and I want to um, uh, go back. We'll, we'll, we'll continue with uh, Tushka training here in a bit. And uh, I want to uh, ask you about some of the athletes that you've been training lately. Um, but what I want to go into the comments. Uh, do you know a guy named Burgess? <laughs> yeah, I might know. I might yeah, know. so 
So Burgess Navarro, big ups to you, brother. Um, oh, yeah. Basketball with him. He was a, he's a Haskell um, Hall of Famer. You know? yeah. uh, threes. So uh, doing wonderful work for, I think he's, he's at the uh, Choctaw Nation right now. Yeah. But, uh, so big ups to you, uh, Burgess. And uh, Kai Smith showed up too. It's amazing. I think, um, I forget he was talking, I think it was that program that Amber was in. And then he's an OK, OK Hall alumni too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so big ups, Kai Smith. Hope you're doing well, brother. Um, so going back to uh, the the your clients or the athletes that you train, who are some of the outstanding, um, I know you uh, mentioned, but I'll let you talk more about them. So who are those names and uh, what do they do? Yeah, Marcus is uh, Marcus Oliveira. If you get a chance to look him up, I mean, if you've been in Indian country, especially around this area, people know who he is. Uh, Marcus is an outstanding boxer, a professional boxer who's held many belts and even fought for the light heavyweight title uh, in Germany not that long ago. And he's uh, he's someone that I feel like, like I mentioned before, he's not stuck to one specific theory. He's, he's, uh, he's willing to let me show him things that are outside of the wheelhouse of boxing. So I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, shy newly coming in with us and she's been able to work with us for a month and a half two months now she just won the kansas uh, golden gloves and she's actually training to get ready for her uh what is it called the the nationals for golden gloves and then nogs wawasik he's a junior here uh going into his senior year he actually took one of those leaps he, he took a leap of faith and he's working really hard to get to it so he actually is a signed to link I, I don't know if the official name link high school or link academy or, uh, over in missouri for his senior year to uh, try to get his name out there a little bit more and show what he can do what he's capable of and hopefully one of these bigger schools will will jump on board and offer him a scholarship because he's obviously talented enough um, but those are just a few of them i mean obviously there's there's a lot up in Washington. We were still, I want to give a shout out to Jerry Louie McGee. Got to work with Jerry a little bit. I'm not going to take all the credit for him. He went to University of Montana. They got a great strength conditioning program. Uh, Jerry's up in CFL right now with uh, Edmonton Elks. And I, I hope he's doing great. I try not to try not to message him too much or ask him too many questions. Um, yeah, that's, those are, those are the main ones at the moment, but you know, Oh, sorry. I better give a shout out to TJ Winslow. Uh, worked with him for gosh almost five summers and he's now playing arena football up in Sioux Falls and uh, so he's currently playing arena football at this moment actually I believe that his game is probably in the third quarter right now now that I think about it yeah um, tune in after this show <laughs> yeah yeah right it's on YouTube all you got to do is look up Sioux, uh, Sioux Falls oh no, no I'm gonna draw a blank but yes Sioux, Sioux Falls arena football or IFL okay be. Get you to them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so we talk about, um, so your, your passion now and what you're doing. So, um, also too, I want to um, talk to you, if you, um, those of you who have TikTok, so this, um, if you have a TikTok, TikTok account, I don't, but, um, you know, they show up on Instagram, on Facebook, what have you. But, um, so Cody, uh, started, uh, so dad, trainer gamer that's his handle dad trainer gamer um and i saw and the reason why i asked him to be on the show was that you know that uh, he was doing something else or doing something different in regard to uh, he um come, came up with a mini series so secrets to coaching mini series so cody can you tell us a little bit about that you know what is the uh, uh why why 
why that, but also to why, what do you want uh, people to get out of it? I started it honestly because I, 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 I'm a fan of TikTok because it's a, it's a very condensed version of, you know, if you sit down and watch a, a 10 minute, 12 minute YouTube video, it, it takes a little bit of time. And a lot of times I don't have the patience for that. I, I want to see the first 10, 20, 30 seconds, especially when I'm looking at training videos and boxing or this or that, because I love picking up things from other people as, as any great coach would tell you if they go in there and they're, I'm at a clinic, I'm at a, a camp, I'm at a whatever. I'm trying to take one thing back, one nugget back that I can take and uh, apply to my training now and continuously. And so I, I watch TikTok and I watch those things and I see some bad coaching on there and, and it, and it kind of bugged me. So the TikToks that I made, the little mini series was just secrets to becoming a great coach. And I feel it's kind of incomplete, but as as more things come up, you know, when people comment and they have questions about certain things, what I'm hoping they'll get out of it is for free of charge, sharing some of the best advice I've ever gotten as far as coaching. And some of the people that have coached alongside me, they're either the reason I made the video, meaning that they taught me something that, that I'll never forget, or they coached alongside me and they experienced that same thing. And they said, man, that was amazing. So I wanted to share those, especially with our, our native country, you know, our, our, we don't always have, in high school, we had something like 14 fully staffed football coaches uh, at my high school, at a three-year high school in Texas. We go to Zuni and it's me and Joe and uh, <laughs> a couple of volunteers, Kevin and, um, oh no, I'm gonna hurt my thing here. <laughs> I'm bad with names, but our other one, he, he actually came over from Rama. I remember that, and coached with Zuni, which is like the enemy crossing lines. And yeah, yeah. Eli. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's all I wanted, man. I just I saw some some stuff that I didn't feel like was really good coaching, and I said, man, I'm going to make a little mini series and say, here's what great coaching is. And if you want to be a great coach instead of an average or you know just an on-par coach, you'll do these things. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And that's, and, um, and you're throwing tidbits out there too, is that that's another thing too, is that, you know, if you feel it, um, you know, if it's necessary, then, you know, just throw it out there because I think sometimes we feel that are people going to watch this? Are people yeah. going to care? Or, yeah. you know, people are always asking those questions. It's just a matter <laughs> of just doing it. So, so big yeah, ups to you. I'm thinking, do I look this, do I look like this really? <laughs> or do I sound like this? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so if you're on TikTok, go check it out. Uh, um, let me see. Let me pop it back there. Uh, Dad Trainer Gamer is the handle. Yeah. So TikTok. Like I said, I don't have a TikTok. I think Burgess does, doing all his TikTok, TikTok videos. He's probably doing so, all them, them dances, right? <laughs> the, the, dance. yeah, the lip syncing. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so we've, um, kind of gone, um, you know, through the full journey in regards to, you know, where you started, where you're at right now. Um, so, um, so I'll, uh, so if you're just tuning in right now, we are, we have Cody Wilson, um, again, Haskell alumni, uh, dad, trainer, gamer, <laughs> all of that talking about the journey. Um, so, so right now, if you're, again, if you're just uh, new to big ups live, that, um, every guest that, that I have on, I want them to uh, be able to relay any messages that they want in regard to, you know, what they do. So uh, whatever they're passionate about, whether they have some uh, encouraging words or they want to teach you something. So this is um, this next uh, deal 
uh, section is called Time to Shine. So Cody, whatever you want to share with the audience, again, um, just a multi-generational uh, audience here in regard to athletes, to elders, what have you. But what are some of those little things that you've you've gathered around your journey, but uh, you want to, you know, relay to the, uh, to the audience. So, so Cody, this is your time to shine. I'm going to give you the spotlight. Take it away. All right. Well, first of all, I'll say, uh, if you have something that you love, go after it, go after it full speed ahead. You don't need to have a backup plan when, when things are not going the way you plan on them, there's always something else to do. You can always find a way out and, be resilient. Just because you fail once doesn't mean that you should stop. Keep going, keep going, keep going, plug it away. If you're an athlete, like I said earlier, play everything, do everything, try everything. If you, you know, uh, I'm sure there's some, some uh, Chet that's watching this, you know, the World Series of Stickball just took place. I saw some former football players playing in the tournament. Um, I saw them trying the, gosh, I'm going to mess this up. I think Sam Favre runs it. It's the Chalk to Iron Warrior or, or Iron Man, something like that, where they lift heavy things and they move things, and it's they're in full-on firefighter gear. Uh, man, just do whatever it is that you are passionate about. And a lot of times even family members and, and people close to you can sometimes say negative things about those, those dreams. Maybe they don't see it. Maybe they don't understand your vision. You can see it, but they can't. Don't take that as a as – like an end-all be-all just because, you know, Auntie said that this is dumb. That doesn't mean that that you should stop, okay? And then, like he was doing the, the wellness check-in earlier, man, that is huge. It is huge. It is huge. It is huge. Breathe. Breathing seems like something that's very simple. We all do it, and it doesn't take much energy or effort, but really take the time to learn how to breathe appropriately if you're seriously – interested in learning that there's a uh, carefromanywhere.org or .com I apologize it's care from anywhere is the main thing and they have uh, in their legacy they have some uh, breathing exercises that I help teach and coach and um, same thing there while you're breathing is a great time to get in some meditation if you can if you can get to the point where you are able to zone out as you're breathing or or leave and it's funny because all those pressures that you're feeling ahead of time, all those uh, worldly things that are going on, all those, you know, stresses, they can kind of start to seem a little bit less and you kind of start to forget about them. And if they're not a pressing matter, it's time to move on to the next thing. So I definitely want to say that a lot of us do a good job of, of lifting, running, stretching, that type of stuff. But if you're an athlete, I mean, even if you're not an athlete, someone that's just trying to stay in shape and be health conscious, take the time to breathe. Breathe and relax and take your mind somewhere else. Shut off all the TV, shut off the noise, and just be for a little bit. Listen to your surroundings. Get outside. If you can do all the above at once, it's great. You know, if you can get outside and breathe and meditate at the same time, it's even better. We got so much stuff around us naturally that's provided for us that we don't always need to buy this or buy that to get these results. Uh, most of what you've got around you is, is good enough. And uh, if you ever get it, you know, if you're, coach, I don't have a weight room. Go look up Dosh Collins on, on Instagram. Go look up 
uh, Well for Culture on YouTube. Go look up. He, I think he even has one called the Indigenous Gem or Res Gem or Earth Gem, something like that. There's not, with today's technology and our access and our reach to things, I don't know that there's a, there's really a legitimate excuse if you're trying to be great or you're trying to stay in shape or you're trying to do those things because there's so many resources out there. And uh, yeah, I mean, give back, give back, give back, give back. I think when you're in service of others and when you're, when you're doing things and not expecting anything in return is when you know you're in the right place, no matter what it is that you love to do. You love doing art, that's fine. Go, go make an art piece for, for somebody and give it to them and just say, you know, hey, I, I really appreciate you. That's giving back. Give back whatever way that you can. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I really want to say. You know, again, that's um, carefromanywhere.com or .org. Go check out the breathing. Uh, feel free to check me out. If you want to message me on Facebook on Tushka Training, message me on uh, Instagram on Coach Coach C Wilson. You know, message me on TikTok. I, if you're a young athlete and you, you don't have any idea how to get better, but you want to, you don't have any resources, message me. I will would love to help each and every one of you. And um, just thankful, thankful for the time. Be thankful, um, thankful for, especially for my companion. The, the fact that I'm able to be on here is because she's able to get the kids and go to the games and do all that stuff. So be appreciative of those you do have in your life. Don't sit there and stress on the ones that you don't. If they're, if they're not in your life, maybe it's meant to be, or maybe they'll return eventually when the time's right. But don't stress too much. Try not to, to carry heavy burdens if you don't have to. Find an outlet. I love sweats, but that's just me personally. I don't want to push that on anybody. But, yeah, much love, much love to everybody. Yes. Everybody taking notes. I hope you're taking notes, everybody. Awesome. So big ups to you again, Cody, for joining us today. So again, you know, I appreciate uh, you being real in regards to your journey, in regards to your, um, you know, everything that's uh, going on in your life right now. It's all good. I think uh, we both uh, had to, uh, you know, get with it, grow our hair out and, you know. <laughs> I didn't braid it up. I should have. Yeah. I started basketball early today, but I'll, I'll get it braided. <laughs> <laughs> nice what i want to again just give you big ups for your your journey and you know it's a lot more to come a lot more to come um in regard to you know all the uh, communities and the athletes that you're going to work with in the future things like that but again just giving yourself some uh some big ups and the path that you've uh you're 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 bulldozing right now for not only yourself but your community definitely your kids um so it's nice to see you in a different light uh, like i said uh we, um when i last uh, graduated you know again luckily for social media this is how i keep track of all my boys my brothers sisters so again it's nice to see you uh, doing wonderful work for your your family and your communities that you you know wherever you go so i know you're gonna make a huge impact so now and in the future thank so, you insane man i think these types of things are great. I don't know if, you know, I, I always thought about doing a podcast, but I don't know that I quite have the personality. But regardless, I think when when uh, young people see us doing things, as they see you running a podcast, that, that gives them a, a confidence. Hey, look, he looks like me. I can, I can do what he's doing, you know. And yes. I'm very appreciative of that. And that goes along with all our high school relatives out there. So many are coaching and teaching and 
working for their tribe and giving back to their community or working for other people and still giving back to their tribe or whatever, man. Big, yes. big up to all those people, all those Haskell alum that we know. Yes, yes for sure. And, um, um, last, um, um, uh, Burgess snuck into the DMs again. <laughs> Very inspirational journey, miss coaching and working with you, both Buster and Cody. So again, Burgess, big ups to you, brother, and you and your family. So it's nice to you, uh, be a part of your journey as well. So, uh, but uh, so other than that, you know, again, thank you very much, Cody, for taking some time. I know your, your son was in a, a basketball tournament uh, going on. So, you know, thank you very much for cutting out some time. But definitely uh, relaying some of your uh, your journey and your experience, and definitely your encouragement uh, for everybody. So, so again, we'll we'll meet again because um, again, we'll we'll definitely collaborate in some um, some oh, way yeah. in the future. So, I'm down. Yes. All right, brother. Will you take care? It's good to see you, and uh, have a great week. Yes, sir. Blessings to you and your family, man. Thanks, bro. All right. So, uh, yeah, so very inspirational. I hope you took a lot of notes. Um, so this is what it's all about. So this is what, um, again, I'm off of mute right now. So I'm very excited to be back in Big Ups Live because I get to highlight community champions from the local, national and international level, whoever is doing wonderful work for their community. So again, Cody Wilson is a prime example of that. So again, just following um, you know, who's who, because I think sometimes uh, people from our past or whether it's education or somewhere you visited that someone always pops up in regard to, you know, that they have a um, they have an asset, they have a message to give. So, again, I'm always looking out for a lot of my uh, people um, in high school or in the community or went to college with that are doing inspirational things, because part of Big Ups Live is to big ups, to uplift people. Again, this is a positive, positive space for positive people. So no matter where you come from, no matter what sector of work you're in, no matter what your age, that you're always um, around. But also, too, I hope it's a challenge to you to look around your community. Who are those community champions that are doing wonderful work? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you that are that is doing work that uh, maybe I have this idea, but I don't know how to launch it. I don't, I don't know how people are going to respond. Just do it. Get your message out there. If you want to better your community, if you want to better yourself, you know, people need to hear that. So, again, I want to give you that inspiration. So um, so going back to what I said in the very beginning. Um, so, again, I'm very happy to be back. Uh, I took a um, a month plus off just to, um, you know, practice some self-care, but also to just to hit the pause button because sometimes we get over, I was getting overwhelmed with, you know, I do my nine to five, I'm a husband, I'm a dad, I'm uh, do my community work and I'm doing all the, my fellowships and things like that. So I just needed a time, some time to push the pause buttons. And sometimes we have to do that. So do some reflection, do some self-care. And like I mentioned before, I've been riding my bike a lot. Um, I've been trying to get up at six o'clock in the morning to do some morning workouts. But again, that's my self-care because each and every one of you knows how what you like, knows what you don't like, but also to making sure that you're uh, creating a space. And like Cody said, find a healthy outlet, find something that you enjoy doing that's going to make you feel good. And again, work on your wellness, your mind, body and connections, because all of that, especially coming, um, we're still in a pandemic, but also too, you know, we're, we're, um, our, sometimes our emotions are a little high. Uh, we don't know how to deal with that. But so again, I just want to send a shout out to each and every one of you. Thank you for your love and support. And again, more community champions to come. This is uh, Big Ups Live, a positive space for positive people every Sunday at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. So again, I just wanted to thank you very much for your time, your love, your 
your patience, all of that. So looking forward to reconnecting with everybody. And until then, stay well, stay safe, stay positive, and have fun. Peace.